This episode is brought to you by Novilla Mattresses. When it comes to your mother, you want her sleeping in a comfortable bed. When she's with me, she won't have to worry about that because I sleep on a Novilla mattress. Let me tell you, when your mom is at my place, she is sleeping on a very comfortable mattress and she is going to get you one as well. Meet their Bliss Organic Memory Foam Mattress. Perfect for those who want a cool, dry, undisturbed sleep throughout the night, made with organic bamboo charcoal fiber, excellent motion isolation, cooling gel-infused memory foam that fits all bed frames and is reasonably priced. Perfect for if you want an inexpensive mattress for you, your children, or even for your guest room. It comes in a box delivered right to your door, and you get 100 nights to try it out. Skip that trip to the big box mattress store and get a mattress from Novilla. Throw out that cheap Walmart mattress you got in college and get yourself a mattress made by Novilla. Using promo code SHWEEZY or the link in our description, you can save 10% on any purchase through Novilla directly. Try out the mattress that your mom tried out last night. Again, that's 10% off using promo code SHWEEZY. And a reminder, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Hello, my fellow Schwoke Lords, and what is up? Welcome to yet another episode of Cancel Schweezy. I like that. Uh, just better known as the Lords, trademark favorite podcast. What's going on today, folks? Uh, it's been a, it's been a good, interesting day uh, for me. Uh, my window in my room flew out. It's a basement window, uh, and I think it's kind of it just you know it's not nailed in or whatever. It's just kind of. There's a way you stick it in uh, because it's also an emergency exit in case uh, emergency happens. Just flew out, went to the bathroom, and then I heard a bang, and I came back, and uh, my window was on the floor. No damage to the window. Uh, it was just on on the floor. Dust in my got dust everywhere too. So it's gonna be a fun uh, a fun ass couple couple of uh, fun ass couple of days uh, podcasting and uh, trying to get that shit figured out. But we, but we live in a society, and therefore we must move on. Um, happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day! It's MLK Day. Uh, the day I'm recording this, and we'll, you know, you'll you'll be calming down from your uh, partying. The uh, uh, by by Wednesday, it'll still be here. That's why uh, uh, the, my my back my background today which is not a green screen, which is a real background. I, this is real. This is real life. Uh, is milk, because I felt it would probably be weird if I put Martin Luther King in the background. I think that would be kind of a... That'd be kind of a weird... It'd be a weird background. So we chose the next best, best option, and that is milk. Milk. Uh, malk, as some of the boys would like to call it. Milk, malk. Uh, and shit like that. But Cancel Sweet is the only podcast that uh, involves Martin Luther King Jr. Day into their holidays. This is when the holidays end. Like, you have to have your tree down. You have to have your tree down right now. We gave you a day off to, to get your tree down. Like, we, we gave you that day off uh, and stuff like that. So, uh, you know. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. You know. Uh, yeah, and it's weird because, like, offices it's like office jobs like 50 50 if you're actually going to get uh martin luther king day uh off, like off of your it's like 50 50 like some places like it's a federal holiday and then you work somewhere it's like nah we 
we we need to work today. Uh, that means you're, and I always assumed that if you didn't have the day off, that means your job's racist. Uh, they, most jobs uh, probably are racist because there are a bunch of rich white people for the most part who run this shit, and uh, they they tell everyone uh, work because we do not care about your civil rights. You don't have any rights. You work for us, which is uh, very true. There is something I also saw that said like. Uh, it was just funny. I follow like Ryan, the attorney, I think that's his tag on TikTok, And, uh, he, he says like, yeah, so, uh, a policy could be in your company handbook, but, uh, if it's against the law, uh, for them to enforce that rule, I'm like, you don't have to, you don't have to follow it, which is, uh, which actually makes a lot of sense because, uh, because you, your job can't do illegal things. They already do, but they, they shouldn't. Uh, anyways, though, welcome, welcome to Cancel Sweezy today, folks. Go check out Stonehouse, one of the bands I'm playing in's new single, American Honey, is out now. I recorded it, I played bass on it, I mixed it, I mastered it. Uh, I did everything but whatever the other guys did. That's, uh, that's what happened, and, uh... I identify as a fucking threat! Uh, for anyone else trying to question that... Uh, so that's, that's very exciting. Um, make sure you go check out the Shweezy music too, under, at Shweezy, uh, at Shweezy, at, no, it's like at Shweezy, just, yeah, it's just Shweezy on, uh, the streaming sites, but then on, uh, like, but if you're going to follow me on social media, uh, that's what I'm trying to get into. What the hell am I talking about? Uh, and if you're trying to get into social media, it's at the Shweezy, that's where you follow me too, that you get an update on whenever I do music, go listen to my music, do all that stuff, that's what you do when there's no podcast out. Uh, every Thursday, I stream over on Twitch. I just got my shiny charm, completed the decks in Pokemon Violet. I'll be moving on to a new game. Um, maybe play, we're probably going to play Fortnite and Fall Guys maybe for a minute. I haven't played either of those games much uh, in the future in, in the in the recent weeks. But that's uh, that's how that's how life is sometimes, dude. That's just that's how it is. Uh, so yeah, if you have an Amazon Prime account, connect it to your Twitch account. You get Twitch Prime. Uh, so on Twitch, it's very weird because following someone on Twitch is free, which I'm definitely always expecting y'all to do. You better be following me over on Twitch, and uh, better be following me. And then if you want to subscribe, it's typically financially supporting a creator on Twitch. Uh, it usually costs around five dollars, but if Amazon, but if you already have an Amazon Prime account, you can connect the two, and you basically get Twitch Prime, which is five dollars that you're taking away specifically from Jeff Bezos, which is very cool. I like that. So definitely go check that out. Uh, remember our Patreon page is basically just a tip jar at this moment, but you know it's a great way to support me and everything that I do, and say thank you for being a friend as well. And uh, don't forget all the free shit you can do. So if you're listening on the, an audio platform, make sure you are also going over to our YouTube page and make sure you're smashing the subscribe over there. We're working, trying to get to be a partner with YouTube, you know, so we can. Uh, I don't know if it's called partner, uh, but but uh, that way we can. It's better financially, and then I won't be begging you to donate to the Patreon and Twitch and everything. So, uh, so yeah, that's basically that. So go check that out. The way you uh, you basically get the full episode on video. So if you're you can watch it if you want to watch on video, it's even better on video. It's it's a different world watching a podcast versus listening to it. Though if you're if you're if you're pulling up video, you're probably doing a mix of two other things. You know, you know uh, what's up. But uh, you know what's up. I don't fucking know. Uh, and, 
yeah, no, we post our highlights all the time over there, and uh, you can share those with your friends and family, your grandmas, your moms, specifically your moms. That'd be cool. She'd be like, ooh, that guy's hot. I'd be like, my DMs are open, MILFs. All the MILFs out there, my DMs are open. So please hit me up in the DMs if you are a MILF. That's all. Uh, but yeah, make sure you help us out. And if you're on the audio platforms, obviously give us a 5, 4, 3, 2, or 1 star rating. So uh, you can get farther in life. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. All right, let's get into it. Let's get ready to rumble, folks. What's going on next here, Cancel Sweezy? What we always do in our first part of the episode. It is called Previous Week Right Now. What is Previous Week Right Now, you may be asking. I am not going to tell you. I'm, I don't want to do the voice anymore. I don't know. I knew I knew it. It's basically just the week, the news from last week, and I go over it. I react to it. I give thoughts and common cool opinions on it to laugh, to cry, uh, to be with you when you die. So, uh, Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. This is from CBR, which I think is comic book resource, but it seems weird. It got this article is on there. Uh, school ends Dr. Seuss reading when student recognize its racism lesson. Uh, school in Ohio abruptly ended a reading of Dr. Seuss's The Sneetches after a student recognized its lesson about racism. According to an article by Dispatch, a third grade classroom with Shell Meadows Elementary School, which is part of Ohio's Olentangy's local school district, was reading Dr. Seuss The Sneetches while spending a day with NPR reporter Erica Barris. Barris was the, w- there to record a new episode of NPR's Planet Money, a podcast exploring the economic lessons that can be learned from various topics. At one point, one of the students made a comment about the book's themes and a lessons on racism. It's almost like what happened back then, how people were treated, like disrespected, like white people disrespected black people, but then they might stand up in the book, uh, the student commented. The district's assistant director of communications, Amanda Beeman, stop, stop up stop up and interrupted the reading shortly after the comment was made. I don't know if I feel comfortable with the book, being one of the the ones featured, Beeman said. I just like this isn't teaching anything about economics, and this is a little bit more about differences with race and everything like that. Where Barris pointed out the Sneetches is also a topic about such as open market and economic loss. Beeman commented, I just don't think it might be appropriate for the third grade class for them to have a discussion around it. All in Tangy local school district responds to the situation. Barris was contacted. Be- Barris later contacted Beeman about what happened. Beeman said when the book began addressing racism, segregation, and discriminating behaviors, this was not the conversation we had prepared. Mrs. Robeck, the students or parents would l- take place. There may be some very important economic lessons in the Sneetches, but I did not feel that those lessons were the themes students were going to grasp at the point of the day in the day or in the book. Beeman further told the dispatch as the Sneetches was being read, I made a personal judgment call we shouldn't do the reading because of some of the other themes and undertones that were unfolding that were not shared that we would be discussing with parents. Published in 1961, The Sneetches, which is part of a collection of Dr. Seuss stories titled The Sneetches and Other Stories, is about a type of yellow creature, a Sneetch, that is either born with or without a star on its belly. While those the stars discriminate against those without a character named Sylvester, Mick Monkey McBean invents a machine that can either remove or add a star. 
The story ends with the Sneetches spending all their money on Sylvester McMonkey, McBean's machine, before learning neither star bellies nor star bellies are a no, oh, neither star bellies or non-star bellies are superior. Um, there was a there was a book. We might be doing some research now, folks. But there was a book that kind of had that. But uh, let me look at it. Uh, it's gonna be a pup. It's like puppet sticker book. Book. Yeah, what was it called? Puppet sticker book. Oh, yeah, You Are Special by Max Lucado. Uh, so, yeah, it's basically all these dolls at different stars. But then, I don't know, I guess they protest. I... That actually gave me a cool idea for a segment. Tell me, y'all, if you're listening to this, if you like this, a segment uh, where I just read children's books uh, and see what happens, because that actually could be a really cool uh, idea uh, for for podcasting and stuff like that. Um, so, uh, Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. But anyways, back to like this article, like what we're talking about. Uh, so, so, yeah, it's... Uh, it's funny. He's like the students. I don't know. So like read actually reading this article, um, I can get why like you're you know the way it looks like it's like a was it the fucking NPR podcast that came to the school and they're gonna talk about like economics and then then the Sneeches story like it just like it's about racism or whatever. You know I can see how like the theme is inappropriate for it's it's not probably. Uh, necessary to be going like when you're talking about economics like I get you can talk about specifically like how like what your race is and like the economic like how the, the economics of the world is how like you know if we're we're in a recession or whatever that like if you're black or whatever like it's different like you see that but this is about like not being racist and and I guess like to me though it's like yeah, we should be teaching kids about not being racist. But then I also think, like, how what does this have to do with economics and stuff like that? Uh, unless it's, you know, like a specific, well, I kind of, like, specifically pointed out to it uh, about, you know, that shit. But, it, yeah, I get that part, but it's just funny because, uh, to me, it's really funny because, remember when they, like, banned those three Dr. Seuss books? Because uh <laughs> Theodore Geisel, his real name, uh, he decided he made the Chinese very Chinese. Uh, and people are like, you couldn't, you, you're not going to notice if it's Chinese. Like, you're going to notice if this is Chinese. I'm telling you, it's like Chinese. Ooh, it was bad. It was bad, folks. Uh, so, and then they're like, people were standing up like they're banning Dr. Seuss. I'm like, uh, no, no one's banning Dr. Seuss. They decided to take like a couple books out of circulation. Uh, that, like, you know, out of circulation, that would be, uh, like, that had some some kind of racism things that didn't age well. Because, one, they didn't age well. Like, that, I mean, that's a good reason to... But also, those books did not sell. So, uh, you know, people aren't, like, boycotting Breakfast at Tiffany's because, like, that white dude, Mickey... It was not Mickey Rourke. Uh, or I don't know who it is, but uh, play the, just this Chinese guy. I'm like, unnecessary to the movie, too. I don't... I remember that movie. It did not need... It did not need that scene. But they were just like, let's just be racist to Asians for a second. Um, stuff like that. I'm like, that, that's funny, right? That's rough, buddy. Uh, but, yeah, so I just think it's funny how, like, now schools are, like, wanting to... 
Dr. Seuss books. They're like, they want to ban Dr. Seuss books because they're about racism and everything. But then, like, they would have banned them now, but, like, before they were defending Dr. Seuss as well. So it was just, like, it's just, it's just, uh, it's just comedy right there, you know. Everything comes full circle uh, sometimes. Sometimes you're like Pluto, and it takes a while to go go full circle. Uh, That's an astronomy thing. And if you don't know anything about astronomy, you probably are smart enough for this podcast, to be honest with you. I'm like, I don't think think you're going to be a problem here. If you know what I'm saying, you know. You know what I'm saying. (sighs) All right, we're drinking Diet Coke today, folks. Bob, here's to feeling uh, caffeinated all the time. Uh. All right. Here is one I, if you have not heard of this article, I'm just saying this article has been, or or this topic has been everywhere. Uh, Everyone has seen it. It's become a meme. And, uh, I think I think it happened last week, so we get to talk about it, which is that's uh, that's which is pretty cool, you know. And I really like that. All right, so this is so we're just I'm just reading an article from the New York Post. They, they always seem to be they seem to write articles just for this show. To be honest with you, uh, Tennessee cop, including married female officer, fired after repeated wild sex romps. What? Um, a small Tennessee police station has been rocked by allegations. <coughs> Wild and sexual misconduct after a married female officer uh, allegedly woo, has said steamy. I'm gonna I'm gonna start our over. I'm gonna start over. Uh, a small Tennessee police station has been rocked by allegations of wild sexual misconduct after a married female officer allegedly had steamy romps with six male officers, including illicit on-duty liaison, according to reports. Officer Megan Hall and her fellow law officers allegedly engaged in wild sexcapades that included sending dirty pictures, taking her top off at a girls gone wild hot tub party, and even having oral sex with two officers at the LaVerge, Tennessee Police Station. WTVF TV reported the steamy shenanigans in which Hall allegedly bragged about the size of one partner's genitals and claimed to be in an open marriage not only led to Hall to be canned, but led to the firing of Sergeant Lewis Powell, Officer Juan Lugo, Sergeant Ty McGowan, and Detective Seneca Shields, according to a December internal investigation. Two other officers who allegedly had wrongs with Hall, Patrick Mangliocco and Larry Holliday, kept their jobs and wound up suspended, according to the reports. The extracurricular tryst took place at hotels and parties at the officer's house and on a boat, while Hall was also accused of performing oral sex on Powell and Shields while on duty at the police station and police gym, according to the December 20th internal report. Officer begins to look into the swinging personal lives of the amorous officers when LaVerge Mayor Jason Cole received a tip that Hall was sleeping with several fellow cops and had a threesome with Mangelioco and his wife, among other claims. When asked about the tip, Mangelioco admitted to having sex with Hall on numerous occasions, the report said. The officer said Hall's husband saw the kiss and told officials the cuckold really wasn't on board with his wife having a threesome with Mangelioco's, uh, but she continued having a relationship with him, investigators said. When questioned, Powell later denied that he had a sexual encounter with Hall, but said everyone knows she has multiple partners, as he named Holiday and McGowan into investigators. 
HR director Andrew Patton, who authorized the report and conducted the investigation, sanctioned the eight officers with various penalties for sexual activity while on duty, sexual harassment conduct, unbecoming of an officer, and lying during the course of an investigation. It was further revealed that Hall and many of the male officers had shared lewd text messages and pornographic images of themselves. Uh, pornography is offensive pictures in the workplace are a form of sexual harassment. These items are offensive, inappropriate, and can lead to a hostile work environment for the employees, the report said. You know, we have a, all have a lot, of, a lot of thoughts. We all know what? Uh, anything. Uh, first of all, I do want to say uh, about this officer, uh, you know, you know, we all, Megan Hall. We all know Megan Hall as the as the the spelling of Megan that you're all familiar with. Uh, it could be anything. That's how you spell Megan. Just 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 try any combination works. Uh, she's talking about how like big, uh, like that big that black cop's dick was, and I'm like, you look at the guy. Like you look at a picture of the guy. Um, I'll I'll pull up a picture of him here. Uh, look at this guy. Uh, for those of you not watching, it is a easy black man. I mean, you already clearly knew that. You're like, why'd you bring up his phrase? I'm like, it's important. Uh, that when you look at him, uh, you know that dick is huge. You know that dick is enormous. And, uh, and uh, yeah, you know that thing is going to break break your body. I was, I was, I'm always curious about stuff like that. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not trying to hoe shame anyone, but like, you know, you see some of those big dicks in porn and you see how small those chicks are. I'm like, I just don't know how you go. I've seen them. Some of them seen them like going anal too. That's the craziest shit right there, but they probably prep. Uh, but it's the, the problems of having a big dick, big dick folks, you know? Uh, so anyways though, um, but like, here's the thing, like it was on duty. Um, and honestly, I'd rather have the cops fucking each other than killing people, char- charging for speeding tickets. You know, I'd rather have cops having sex with each other. It's kind of like make love, not war. You know, I like that. You know, I like that because uh, police officers are actually doing the best they can do and uh, getting out of the fucking way. Uh, girls gone wild hot tub party. That's another topic we need to talk about. A girls gone wild hot tub hot tub party. Girls Gone Wild still exists? That's the question. Like, that's what, like, before there, before everyone had a computer they could look up porn, I was, I grew up where it was, like, when we really got, like, a first home computer with internet, like, it was, like, LimeWire was the thing. And, uh, like, porn existed, but, like, you couldn't really watch a video. You had to pull up pictures of anything. And this is, like, and this is, even then, like, it was, it was not good, like, Something like that. Like I had computers, but then like you'd even st- you'd still want a magazine too. Like a, like a fucking Playboy was the shit. So that's cool. But uh, yeah. But then you remember like if you watch South Park late at night, you'd always see Girls Gone Wild commercials, and like he's like I got thirty seconds to jerk off, uh, but stuff like that. But it was like it was like blurred out images too. Like who buys those Girls Gone Wild VHS tapes? Like it has to be the the that creepy uncle everyone has. Like, I don't know how we all have one. Like, how do we all just have, like, a weird uncle? Like, whose brother is that? And, like, but I know where, I know, I know the genealogy in my family. I know, I know who it is, what I'm talking about. But, like, you know, that creepy uncle, they're always the ones who, like, they're the ones who be like, yeah, I have, I have, I have a, have a copy of Girls Going Wild. 
do they actually have sex in those videos? That's that's research for another time. Uh, but that's crazy. But uh, then, then you hear, and then more about fucking Megan, uh, spelled however you want to spell it. Uh, that she like she was like sleeping with five other guys. She had multiple partners. Like, and she's not bad looking. Like in the cop uniform, she looks like someone pointed out. She looks like a Morty, like Morty from Rick and Morty, uh, in like her uniform. Or the outside of it, like she looks, she's a very great girl. And it's like, like, like she's not ugly. And like you could even consider her like she's up there. If we're gonna rate her a number, I couldn't. I think everyone. I haven't seen her about a person. So, but, and then also. I know her vagina. No, you don't say vaginas are stretched out because they do. They don't stretch out. Uh, well, they kind of stretch out during childbirth, but then they go back. They go back. Um, this chick, though, that's like she's very good. Like have multiple partners. Like, you know, I don't. I don't. That's a thing. Like girls can just have sex whenever they want. You know, just like call up any guy. Like, want to have sex right now? Okay. <laughs> guys are always down. Like. Uh, yeah, guys are always down for that shit, but we, that's just fucking, you know, and I just, the husband's like, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't in on it, but she did it anyways, and that's, that was, that's, uh, you know, and for, for her husband, uh, what, that's also one, and that's rough, buddy, because it is, it is pretty rough, buddy, that is, uh, as rough as we probably can get, uh, so, uh, we live in a society, uh, and, uh, you know what? Cheating's wrong, but like sleeping with your coworkers is just gonna be weird and stuff like that. Uh, and like you know, people are like, "That's what coworkers." I'm like, "How is she gonna go out and meet people?" I'm like, "She's she's with these guys already. Most of them with guts." I love seeing a cop. I think I can outrun. Uh, but anyways, though, ladies, if you're a cop, do not fuck uh, your coworkers, especially on company time. That's a lesson. All right, here's our last article I believe I have found. Uh, this is from CNN. Uh, Demi Lovato poster banned by advertising regulators for being offensive to Christians. That's rough, buddy. Uh, Britain's advertising regulator has banned a poster promoting Demi Lovato's most recent album for being likely to cause serious offense to Christians. The Advertising Standard Authority launched an investigation into the poster, which was seen at multiple sites across London in August after receiving complaints uh, from four members of the public, the poster featured an image of her album covered under the headline Holy Fuck, uh, which is also the name of the album. The image showed Lovato sprawled across a large cushioned crucifix and a leather bondage style outfit. Under the UK's Code for Non Broadcast, advertising ads must be prepared with a sense of responsibility and must not contain anything likely to cause serious or widespread offense. According to the report published by the ASA Wednesday, the complaints challenged whether the ad was likely to cause serious or widespread offense, while some also suggested it was irresponsibly placed where children could see it. The watchdog investigated and upheld both aspects of the complaint, finding that both the language and the imagery used were likely to cause serious offense. Polydor Records, a division of Universal Music Group, argued that the poster, which appeared in six different states, sites and which were removed uh, 
After four days, primarily included the artwork from the singer's album uh, and denied that they were offensive. We considered that the image of Miss Lovato bound up in a bondage-style outfit whilst lying on a mattress shaped like a crucifix in a position with her legs bound to one side, which was reminiscent of Christ on the cross, together with the reference to Holy Fuck, uh, which in the context was likely to be viewed as linking sexuality to the sacred symbol of the crucifix, and the crucifixion was likely to cause serious offense to Christians, the report said. Though misspelt, it would clearly be clear to most readers that the ad alluded to the expression of holy fuck, uh, it added. The watchdog concluded the poster breached the code and ruled that it must not appear again in the forum complaint of useless unless it was suitable tar suitably targeted. CNN had reached out to Polydor Records for comment. Lovato's 8th studio album, which was released in August, deals with some difficult issues, including drug and alcohol addiction. One of the songs, Skin of My Teeth, was inspired by her health challenges following a 2018 overdose, which caused multiple strokes and brain damage. She said on the Spout podcast that she was sober throughout the creation of the album, something she is so proud of. So, does anyone... See, that's the problem with our world. Um, you know, it might be offensive to Christians. Who the fuck cares? You know, Christians aren't going to see Demi Lovato. Like, it's, she's not on Disney Channel anymore. Uh, who, who fucking cares? Like, remember when they fought fucking Led Zeppelin? It was fucking satanic, that shit. It was like... Rolling, 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 yeah! <laughs> just fucking, we play, the band I play with, we play uh, rock and roll by Led Zeppelin, and it's just like, that's the man, Stairway to Heaven, that's a satanic song, whatever. I'm like, you guys thought that was, and like, it's just like every year they pick up something new. Now, we're getting closer to just be like, this is, just, this is basically ripping off satanic imagery. Like, that's all it really is. Like, at this point, we're just like, yeah, that's what it is. Uh, but like, I saw that, like, I don't know, I saw the already, I'm like, who the fuck cares, you know? Uh, like, you know, I think there is, you know, there's general regulations, you know, you need to follow, and I think is I think are okay, uh, for the most part, like, um, like, I think basic cables, I mean, now, like, the idea that, like, not everyone has basic cable, but, like, uh, you know, Netflix, you can have a kid's account or an adult's account, and the kid's account will be, you know, more set up so, like, kids won't just stumble across, you know, random-ass shit, you know, on Netflix, Disney, and stuff like that, uh, but, like, just like fucking girl I don't I don't get offended by shit I'm like I don't I don't think offended is the word that's more like uh shocked you know someone would believe that uh, uh like in awe that someone would say that but I don't get like offended I'm like oh, oh oh I just I just pooped my pants or whatever uh who the fuck gives a shit um you know it's like if but here's a good here's a good question if a crucifix crucifix, which is already fucking dark that people wear, fucking, yeah, we used to just fucking kill people this way, it's a necklace now, I got it as a tattoo, like, fucking, like, fucking, I put a guillotine, like, oh my, like, I got a tattoo of a guillotine, and started wearing guillotine jewelry, you know, fucked up that would be, um, I don't think I'm gonna say anything, uh, I think the real answer to this is, uh, who the fuck cares, okay, cause, I, I don't, that's just, uh, that's, that's how life is, and, uh, you know, this is the type of guy you get. Have you ever been out in public and thought, hey, look at that fat guy. 
only for it to turn out to be a mirror and you are in fact the fat guy? That was the moment that kickstarted me into becoming the greatest health expert the world has ever seen. But I wasn't born being built different. Like Joe Cocker before me, I get by with a little help from my friends. And my friends happen to be today's sponsor, FNX Fitness. FNX Fitness is committed to creating innovative supplements of the highest quality that provide focus for a productive morning, energy to thrive all day, performance supplements for to reach new goals, unique sleep and recovery formulas to support any sport, and healthy supplements to support an active lifestyle for years to come. I also really enjoy their clothing line that makes you look good while you work out as well. Another thing I love about FNX Fitness is that with every purchase, they donate a gallon of water to a child in need. Start working out smarter, not harder, by using the link in our description today you can save 15% on your purchase. Go save 15% on some of the best supplements out there when using the link in our description. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. When you're at the beach, you aren't going there naked, letting everyone see your little shrunken pee-pee from being in the water. No, you're wearing some sort of clothing to cover up your privates. So why would you let companies you buy products from have access to the privates of your credit cards? That's where today's sponsor Privacy comes becomes the clothing for your credit card information. Privacy is the first payment product that keeps your personal information private while being even more convenient than using a physical payment card online. Privacy empowers you to protect your physical card information. Each merchant you share your card information with puts you more at risk to hackers or data breaches. Why not use a privacy card instead? By creating a virtual card with privacy for each merchant you shop with, your physical card is safe and secure. Privacy cards can be paused or closed at any time, preventing any future transactions from being authorized. Privacy cards can also be single-use, meaning they close after just one authorized transaction. One of my favorite ways to use privacy is for a service with a free trial that requires you to put in a credit card to sign up. But wait, there's more. By using the link in our description, you can get $5 to spend anywhere. That's money you get to use. So start paying the smart way with privacy. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Because apparently, apparently I watched a movie uh, that you probably may have heard of. It's a, it's a new movie. Uh, Don't Worry Darling, directed by Olivia Wilde. Her, it's what? Yeah, it was like a <laughs> I was thinking of something. Oh, uh, no. First, uh, second one after Booksmart. Uh, very, you know, it's a. Don't worry, darling. I watch it on Homebox Office Maximum, HBO Max, for sure. The kids kids use that slang. So I was just like, uh, you know, it's this movie. It, it, I mean, just to spoil the movie for you, it, it was it was okay. Movie was okay. It was all right. It's decent, uh, uh, but no one's calling it the go. And I just see with this movie of what initially could be from here and like there, there was a script and the script was rewritten and then, you know, the script isn't always in there. You know, the script isn't always uh, adapted to the screen perfectly. Uh, you know, for the most part, those are never like adapted perfectly. So like you hear that and there's like some ideas and, like, the, there's a possible way this movie could have been, like, up there with, like, the greatest movies of all time. Like, it could have been up there with Fight Club, American Psycho, uh, many, many other stuff I can't think of right now because I I don't know. But, like, you know, the good movies, you know, some people like The the Godfather, like Pulp Fiction, movies like that, you know, <clears throat> that we all consider goat movies. <clears throat> Dar don't worry, darling, 
was I just see like it just wasn't ex- executed as well as I would love to. Like if this movie could like just be executed like a little bit differently, like this movie like could could have been just fucking amazing and like so interesting and thought provoking, but uh, it, it didn't end up being like that. No one told you life was gonna be this way. Uh, uh, funny joke. Uh, so yeah, no, it's just so, so weird how this movie could have just been like, if it was just ex- executed a little bit better, like it could have just been amazing. That's why, like, my general thoughts on it. Uh, here's here's if you want to know what is, don't worry, darling. What's the movie about? Like, here's what Wikipedia says. I don't know. <laughs> so good. Because I can. Uh, this, uh, this is the type of guy you get. Uh, Don't Worry Darling is a 2022 American psychological thriller film directed by Olivia Wilde from a screenplay by Katie Siberman based on a spec script by Carrie Van Dyke, Shane Van Dyke, and Silberman. Uh, The film stars Florence Pugh, Harry Styles, Wilde, Gemma Chan, Kiki Lane, Nick Kroll, and Chris Pine. The film follows an idyllic housewife living in a company town who begins to suspect a sinister secret being kept from its residence by the man who runs it. Uh, so yeah, it was like interesting. So I love a good mystery thrillers. I think I, what, did, what would you consider a thriller? Maybe I would consider this like a thriller, uh, because I was like, cause I love that stuff. That's why I love Harry Potter so much. And I just love a thriller. I love a good mystery, a mystery story. Those always get me. That's I don't say that's probably why I liked Wednesday so much. Uh, the show just because there's like a mystery and a murder and maybe that's why I'm into murder shows and stuff like that. I just like love how a mystery is being solved, you know, uh, especially if you watch something about a killer who's just like gross and they like narrow it down how they found him in the process, like, uh, the night stalker. I love that shit. I love that shit. It was like, Oh man, I love that shit. I think that kid is like, it was like when your bro asks you to explain Latina girls, I'm like that caramel just hits right there. <laughs> that kid. Um, so yeah, um, so yeah, no, it's weird. So like you're following Florence Pugh who plays Alice, like go through here. She's like, oh, this idyllic, perfect 1950s life, and then you know he's uh, husbands go to work, and then, uh, then like you know they clean the house and do everything, and they're all just happy, not really understanding what's going on, and then then you learn. Uh, then she's like, was just took the train because you socialize around the neighborhood. I guess she took the train and she thought she saw a plane crash. And so she went to it and it's like this headquarters office that she kind of touched and could see her real world. So she starts to feel like she's in like a simulation. And uh, basically, uh, it turns out, I'm going to spoil this for you, folks. Uh, it turns out they were in a simulation and it was run by like, so it's run by, it's called the Victory Project and maybe other things. It's like this speaker who's like, what's the, who was played by, uh, by Chris Pine. He was the, uh, he was like the runner of it and they try to make him kind of like a Jordan Peterson or more, if it was probably more recently, Andrew Tate, uh, kind of guy, uh, you know, who's like trying to talk to guys and like basically whoever, you know, who Harry Styles plays, he's like, uh, and it, it's supposed to be kind of like an insult type, no job, just like sits around all day and he listens to like guys like Jordan Peterson and think they're right and then wonder why women don't touch them, uh, don't give them wiener touches. So it's like all that stuff like this. Uh, so like they initially, and so that's basically the guy Harry Styles played. He played like this incel guy. And then you realize that Shia LaBeouf was like the original uh, 
for the most part. He was the original person to cast to play Harry Styles' character, Jack Chambers. Uh, and, like, you know, because, like, you think... At first, I was like, why would you want Shia LaBeouf for that role? Like, if, like, you're... Be- you're like, you're Shia LaBeouf's your first choice, and your second choice is Harry Styles. Like, in that situation, why, how... You know, you don't you can't make that connection. I think that Harry Styles, because he's hot, and that's why he's in the movie. But uh, Shia LaBeouf would probably because he had to play this incel type. And I'm not saying Shia LaBeouf's an incel. I don't know the guy. Or he's weird, but I don't know the guy. Uh, but, like, as an actor, like, he could play that part so well. Like, that part, like, even when they go to, like, the real world, not the simulation, and it's Harry Styles. And, like, they tried to make Harry Styles look like a neckbeard. And it's... It's just fucking hilarious. I'm like, you can't, you can't do that. Like, like guys who look like Harry Styles are not gonna be an insult. Like, uh, women just talk to him. That's just it. Just happens. Like, he can't control it, so you you can't be an insult at that point. Uh, but Shia LaBeouf, like, he would have played that role perfectly like that. And you know, like the main guys, there was, uh, you know, there was uh, Olivia Wilde, and then her husband was Nick Kroll, and I'm like. You know, Nick Kroll's not, like, I like Nick Kroll and everything, like, as, like, in his content and stuff like that, but, like, because at first when I tried to think of this movie, like, oh, Harry Styles hot, Chris Pine's pretty hot, and then, like, then it's, like, (laughs) Nick Kroll after that, you know, and then who else, like, uh, I don't know, it's, like, this Indian guy who's in, like, everything, I don't know if they probably put him in the the initial, no, they didn't put him in the initial, uh, a listing of characters, but and then like their wives were like Gemma Chan, Olivia Wilde, Florence Pugh, you know, shit like that. And like, if you realize, like, if the guys kind of looked intelly and dorky, you know, like that, you know, what I'm talking about. And then like the women were just, I like just hotties, you know, I think that would have made the story go go better, a lot better. But they only did it like kind of a little bit, and then. Yeah, they had too many good-looking people. And I think the women being good-looking is just such a good idea, and then all the guys look like schlubby incels, you know, in real life, you know? Like, that would have made, like, that would have made things so much more interesting. You're like, why why is she doing like So there's, like, a lot of differences in the script, uh, and I think that's why I wanted to get to my next point, because, like, Shia, like, in the, in the movie, Jack is more, or in the original story, Jack was a very abusive guy who had, like, incel ideologies, and, like, so it, it's more rough. And I think without, like, some of these differences, I think, would actually make just this movie so much better. And I think that's one of them. Uh, the, just the fact that, like, Jack is abusive. And you're like, why is this the perfect world, but Alice is still happy or whatever, you know? It's weird. Uh, and stuff like that. Oh, and I'm reading this other one. Like, uh, Jack and Alice. Uh, so in the original script, so in the movie, it was like, Jack and Alice were like a married couple, but she he was unemployed and she worked like a thirty hour surgery and didn't like that life. And so he tricked him into the simulation. Oh, and to get a woman into the simulation, you had to like knock him out unconscious, drag him to this place, and hook him up to all these things to put them in the simulation. Like that's dark. And that's why I think it's even darker if like a guy would have been like and I think this might have been an idea in the original story too, but I don't know. Uh but like they basically show that it was Jack on the elevator when Florence Pugh left that surgery. And so I think it's really cool. Everything would be really interesting. It was like they, like these, are, these aren't just like women they know or like are in, lo- like in love with in real life. Like these are women they just saw and thought they'd be the perfect wife for them and want them to be a specific way, which is not how things work in the real world. So 
I, it was like so that'd be so much more interesting if like Jack Jack just saw Alice and he just liked her and so he knocked her unconscious. That would have been so much more creepy and interesting. And like you assume all the guys did that as well. And then that's why it's like these hotties with these like incel guys, you know. That's why I was thinking, you know, in that process too, I'm like, that'd be really dark. Like all these women figure out they're in a simulation and these guys, they don't they don't even know outside of like this simulation, like are the ones putting them there and stuff like that. Like some interesting shit right there. Oh, and also in like the original script, they like Jack and Alice were actually trying to have a baby, but in the movie they were like, yeah, we're just not interested. But like they do that in the movie. Like they try, I mean, I guess in the original script, Alice, Jack was always intentionally trying to get her pregnant and she had to like sabotage it, uh, which I'd love to think about how a movie does that. Just like <laughs> the day after she has millions of day after pills in her. Uh, they make those in the simulation that no plan B. They put a bunch of plan B in the, uh, fucking in the fucking simulation uh that's yeah that's weird um so yeah and also and then like a plot hole i just realized in this movie it's just like why did like they created children they didn't have for simulations like these families had kids and stuff like that how come they're able to do that and then like they could do that they could make children like you have these children who aren't don't even exist but they couldn't just make a wife for these guys. Like, that'd make a lot more money. Like, they have to work in the real world and they come home to just your your fictional wife you can have sex with and abuse. It's more like Westworld at that point. You know, why couldn't they just do that? They didn't have to have real women in the simulation. If You, you know, like, I feel like that would have worked out way easier for these guys. But anyways, though, uh, you know, that's, that's how, that's... That's Don't Worry, Darling, a movie that just, like, was so interesting. It could have been one of the greats, but, like, they just did not execute it perfectly, and it just, and it makes me upset. That's rough, buddy. Because I could have really, really liked this, like this one. All right, so I'm, I'm a proclaimed Harry Potter fan. I've read all the books. I think I've gone through them at least three or four times in my lifetime. I know I'm not, sorry, only three to four times, and... I learn all this lore content and stuff like that. Even participate in some trivia contests online. Uh, I was I was at like 1,000. I was in the middle, 1,000 to 2,000 people who were joining. So I'm I'm somewhat of a somewhat of a uh, some, I'm somewhat of a scientist myself. Uh, so uh, we're I'm here to test my Harry Potter knowledge. So let's go to the iPad. Okay, I'm on the iPad now. Uh, and we're going to do this first quiz. I got two quizzes we're going to do. Uh, it's the uh, two Harry Potter quizzes. This first one, uh, is it a Harry Potter character or is it a U.S. president? So we're going to let's just let's uh, let's just take let's just take it from here. Let's see what's going on. OK, uh, and we're good here. I think I have it. OK, here we go. I'm going to try to talk. And make sure I think at the same time. Hopefully, I can go fast. But I only have one minute uh, to see what I can do. So I'll try to talk along with it. Um, all right. I'll say H for Harry Potter, P for President. I only got a minute to do this. Okay. Here we go. And can I get. Oh, no, I got press play quiz. Okay, here we go. I'm going to actually press it now. All right. James Buchanan, uh, President. James Potter, Harry Potter, 
Bartimus Crouch, Harry Potter, Rutherford B. Hayes, that is a president. Uh, Regulus Black, that's Harry Potter. Uh, Grover Cleveland, that is a president. Uh, Vernon Dursley, that is Harry Potter. Uh, Franklin Pierce, president. Millard Fillmore, uh, that is a president. Uh, Marcus Flint, that is Harry Potter. Gerald Ford, that is a president. Herbert Hoover, president. Ramos Lupin, Harry Potter. Uh, Zachary Taylor, that is a president. Uh, Zachariah Smith, Harry Potter. Jimmy Carter, president. No, I, I, no, I know these. Oh, I messed up. No. Uh, anyways, though, the time was running out. So I got... That's like a minute. If I could just have more time, I'm pretty sure, pretty sure I could beat that. Maybe we could try. I think we have time. I'm going to try it one. No, we'll try it. So, yeah, pretty much a note. Jimmy Carter, that is a president. Michael Corner, that is that, that is Harry Potter. Kevin Coolidge, president. Lee Jordan, Harry Potter. Martin Van Buren, uh, president. Dean Thomas, Harry Potter. Chester A. Arthur, Harry uh, president. And Oliver Wood. Harry Potter. So that quiz was not necessarily hard uh, because it's American names versus uh, Harry Potter Quidditch names. So uh, that was very interesting. Um, so thank you, Sporkle, for that. Uh, we know the difference between a Harry Potter uh, character and the U.S. president. So that, that's neat, neat uh, to do. This next one, we do have five minutes on it. Uh, so what we can do here is can you name the 50 mentioned characters in the Harry Potter books? And I might have to reload this page. All right, now we have it up. So I give, have given myself five minutes and I have to name 50 of the most talked about Harry Potter characters. So I'm going to do this. It's going to be cool. Type here. Uh, so we got Harry... We got Ron, Hermione, we got Voldemort, we have, uh, then we gotta go to the Weasleys, Arthur, uh, Molly, Molly's there, too, uh, this can be a lot better for the people who watch, uh, then we got Fred, George, uh, Jenny, Bill, Charlie, okay, Charlie's, I don't think Charlie's on there. Uh, no, no Charlie. Um, Charlie, so we got Professors, Dumbledore, uh, McGonagall, uh, Snape, uh, Trelawney, Flitwick on here? Wasn't really mentioned much. Uh, no, I do not think Flitwick was uh, on there. Um, other teachers, Umbridge, let's just do Fudge 2, um, Filch, you think he counts? And, uh, only check, uh, Buckbeak? Okay, no, Hedwig, I want to see if they take animals. They do take animals. I mean, do we want to put the house elves in here? 
creature. Okay. Um, creature. Any slughorn? Oh, slughorn's in there. Um, Hagrid. Okay. Corn. Defense against dark arts teachers. Lupin. Let's do the other four. James. Lily. No Lily. Huh. That's weird. Uh, no. Sirius. Uh, Pettigrew. I do it. Okay. Um, let's see, we got floor. Okay, let's do Goblet of Fire now. Let's do the Tribal Tournament. Victor. Um, what? Okay, that's weird. Uh, then we got Cedric. Pacho. That. Um. We have uh, Cedric, uh, Cho, um, Barty Crouch. Okay, I don't know if I'll Barty. Okay, um, Ludo Bagman. Okay, uh, oh, Rita Skeeter. Uh, okay. Um, let's see here. Voldemort, Bellatrix, Malfoy. Okay, both the Malfoys are down there. Lucius Malfoy and Draco Malfoy. Um, objects. I say creature. Okay, I may have already had it. Um, Crab and Goyle. Well, okay. I hope this is entertaining. Uh, We're down to the last minute, folks. Um, the Dursleys. Vernon. Tunia. Uh, Dudley. We... Seamus and Dean? Daddy Filch? Um, Tonks? Moody? I forgot Moody, huh? I got that one back there. Um, Neville? Luna? I can't believe I forgot those. Uh, I got... Ah, oh, I forgot Percy, Gilderoy, and Oliver Wood. Okay. Hey, that's 47 out of 50. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. So, uh, the moment you think that you know more than me, uh, as I get out of this green screen, <laughs> the more you think you know about me, you don't. I am the Harry Potter genius, and, uh, Thank you all for looking at that because it just furthers my point how I'm the goat at everything. I'm the best, and you can't stop me. 
Have you ever cracked open a cold one with the boys? The vibes are on, then all of a sudden, you are out of cold ones? Though the vibes are still on, the vibes will soon go off because you are out of cold ones. There's no need to drive when you're under the vibes. That's why today's sponsor, Drizzly, is here to make sure that the vibes continue. Drizzly gets all your favorite beer, seltzer, wine, whiskey, and much more delivered directly to your home. With their easy-to-use mobile app, we are getting one step closer to never leaving our homes. You know it's a saying something when it's being praised as the Amazon for liquor. Drizzly is my go-to app for getting all the booze I need so I can do other things. So using our link in the description today, you can save $5 off your first purchase through Drizzly. Drizzly has proprietary ID verification technology that it provides to its retail partners that allows drivers to scan IDs for more than a barcode to make sure the purchaser is over 21 years old in the U.S. and of legal drinking age in Canada. Retailers on Drizzly may have a minimum order or delivery fee. So using our link in the description, get $5 off your first order with Drizzly. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. You're not a boomer who still goes to what our ancient civilizations called a store. You buy everything on the internet like a modern individual. What if I could tell you that you could be saving more on your purchases by only making a few clicks on your computer? That's where today's sponsor, Honey, will change your life. Honey is a free browser extension you can download using the link in our description of this episode. Honey searches the entire internet for promo code, coupon codes, free shipping, and anything else that will save you money when buying things online. It's 100% free and at no point will you have to pay for it with all of those many, many microtransactions. It's as simple as pressing a single button and you can start saving money. Not using Honey is basically throwing money away that could be saved for more important things. I recently had to get business cards uh, for myself and Honey literally saved me 60% on a, like a pack of 500 business cards, it was amazing. Add the Honey extension to your browser today for free by using the link in our description of this episode. And when you support, uh, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Oh no! Our table! Alright, it's time for Ask Shweezy, the part of the show where you ask and I tell. I give you all the drip, I give you all the knowledge, I give you everything you need and a little bit more. This, like, the fact that college costs so much money and... Cancel Shweezy is free every week. Like, really says a lot about who we are and what we what we dis- what we will become. Uh, anyways, though, let's just uh, get into questions here. We got some we got some we got some questions today, folks. I'm gonna use all, every brain cell I have, all of them, and it's not that many uh, to answer all these questions for you. So, let's go into our first question. My boyfriend enjoys watching porn. As someone with anorexia and body dysmorphia, how can I get to a place where I don't care that he watches girls who look very different from me? Uh, so... That's rough, buddy. So, here's something I want to say is, uh, because, like, be honest, ladies. (laughs) Ladies, like, okay... The ideal situation I feel like a man has to do, what I feel like a man, how a man would operate normally if he was with you. Uh, you, so like obviously, uh, as a man, the the situation you agree on is like, you first go to your partner for sex, and if they say no, and then you jerk off and look at porn to jerk off. Uh, don't, I only watch, I only watch porn for the stories. Uh, but so yeah, that's one thing you got to realize. So, uh, is he still, is your sex life still good? Uh, do you have a sex life? Are you in high school and, uh, 
don't think sex is good, but he struggles with pornography. What what is your situation? What is what is your story? That's the question. What is your story? You know my name, not my story. It's usually dicks and meth. Usually it's usually dicks and meth. Uh, so yeah, that's what I want to say here. And uh, when, and then in the anyways, like, is your boyfriend not liking your body? Uh you never know. You never know there. Some some guys are like, I like this chick, but I wish you'd lose some weight. You know, it's shit like that. You know. Uh, but you, I'm just gonna make. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make an assumption here, but uh, I assume if you had problems with body dysmorphia and anorexia, I'm gonna make a very good guess that you are not fat. Uh, at times, you probably are gonna think you are fat. You're just like, oh no, I have cellulite on my leg. I'm like, who fucking cares? Honestly, like, I need a girl with cellulite. That's. You know, cellulite is like how much the more cellulite she has, the more shit she's gonna be able to, the more she's gonna be able to deal with you. And I, I am chaos. I am chaos. I am the master of chaos. Uh, so that that's a good thought. Cellulite means she'll put up with more bullshit. So that's very cool. And I really like that. Um, but yeah, so so maybe uh, maybe have a conversation. Uh, you know, I mean, at least start off the conversation with, uh, like, hey, do you think I'm hot? Like, you think my body's hot or whatever? And honestly, if he's a good boyfriend, he'd be like, you know, you've had some eating problems. Uh, and usually you're like, I like you the way you are, and your body turns me on. Uh, have a conversation that he needs to be more reassuring about it. And uh, I think if you just have a conversation about it, I think it's fine. And I'm, I'm, I guarantee you, I guarantee you he's fine with your body uh, for the most part. It's just in my mind, I'm, I'm saying, just like, you know, if, you're, if you struggle with anorexia, like, you're not, those, those girls are not getting on my 600-pound life. It's sad. I don't, I don't like it either. But uh, they're not getting on my 600-pound life for sure. Uh, they're probably usually recover, ones who recover. Usually when you recover, their bodies look great. You know, it's not stuff like that. Uh, you know, it's always stuff. And like, it's weird how much people have food issues. Um, so yeah, maybe reassuring. And I guarantee you, yeah, my guarantee as a guy is like, uh, if you, your sex life is healthy and that it's nothing to do. It all nothing to do with your body or anything like that. We're just we're just trying to jerk off, you know. And uh, yeah, you know, we're all we're all just we're all fetish to someone. As I like to say. Ladies, you're a fetish to some, that's make sure like women's shirts. I'm a fetish to someone. Perfect shirt. That that is a, that's a good shirt. Maybe we should maybe we should sell it. I don't think women are gonna be buying shirts that say like I'm a fetish. Like I don't think women, I don't think women will appreciate that. For real. Why is masturbation cheating? My boyfriend doesn't like when I masturbate after sex. Says it's rude and basically cheating. I don't want to be a bad lover. So, so yeah. So first thing, you have a one problem. I'm gonna answer, I'm gonna answer the question. I'm 100 answering this question. Uh, what I want to say first is, you masturbate after sex because your boyfriend didn't get you off. You all sound young. You all sound young. I'm technically. Well, technically, I'm almost in my 30s, and technically, uh, people. People only live to be like 65, 60s, almost like old. So 30s, middle, no. I'm, gonna be like, I'm middle-aged now. Just, shit, I don't have wrinkles or gray hair. I'm like, 
Oh, God, I, I didn't even thought about getting gray hairs yet. I, I bet I'll have some in the next decade. That's for sure. Uh, but anyways, though, one thing I feel like, uh, I don't know, cheating is the word I would use. Uh, it sounds like he doesn't like it when you masturbate after sex because it hurts his ego. And I think that's what's cheating. Here's here's what he needs to figure out. Um um, maybe y'all need to figure it out. Are you one of them ladies who's like, you have to, it's like time and place perfectly. It's like that arrow. It's like shooting arrows on like a Zelda game in the Nintendo 64. It's just fucking impossible. Uh, it's like, it's just impossible for that to happen. You gotta like, gotta get the sun and the moon organized correctly or whatever. You know, like shit like that. The point it's a line and everything. Are you one of them, one of them ladies? Then uh, you got you got to figure some. Here's some. You kind of have to work around that idea. If you're, or if you're gonna get all get all get all cool and whatnot. Uh, first thing I would say, uh, you got to know is the penetration or the you know the vibrating shit, and then uh, make sure your partner's involved. Maybe get a vibrating cock ring. I, I bought one for a friend. He said it wasn't very good, but then his wife said they threw it away immediately. So some his wife lied. Yeah, we're doing, you definitely try that shit. Well, I don't care, ladies. Gotta tell me, your your husband gets a vibrating cock ring as a gift, like a gag gift. You're using it, like like I mean, like people are like, ah, oh, flashlights are gross, but then it's like, yeah, you figure out it's a lot of work to maintain a flashlight, and uh, so like, and then you're like, yeah, I'm not gonna use it. I'll just freehand it. Then like, but if a vibrating cock ring for a couple, like as a wedding gift. You're both trying it. You're both interested in trying it. You know, it's like it's like sex on a it's like sex on a dryer. You know. Uh, but anyways, uh, that yeah, that's that's not it. it why is masturbation cheating? Uh, you know, I was uh, uh, what back in back in my Christian days, they would talk about like masturbation being cheating and stuff like that. So, uh, the like you know, first of all, it's like if you're single, not in a relationship, and not planning to get married. He, they would be like, you're cheating on your one spouse forever. Uh, and then, you know, then if you're in a relationship, like you're, you're cheating, you're like, you're cheating on them because it's not with them. And so that's, that's like the logic. Um, I and most other normal people in society uh, will probably agree that uh, masturbation is not cheating. Now, if, if it gets to a point where it's like, he only wants to masturbate, he doesn't want to have sex with me anymore. Um, that's just more, that's, that's, that's a whole other set of problems, but that could be seen as cheating. Uh, but even then I don't think it's cheating. I think he's just not wanting to have sex with you, uh, stuff like that. So yeah, they think it's like you're cheating on your partner cause like you're, you're nutting, not with them. And there's that one chick on TikTok. It's like masturbation is a form of witchcraft. I'm like, dun 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 dun. Yeah. Anyways, though, no, it's not cheating. But why people think it's cheating? Because you're having an orgasm without, you know, someone else. You know. I think that's that's it. Yeah. So. This is the type of guy you get. 
were homeschool kids considered weird? I see it way too often and have personally have been picked on for being homeschooled. It wasn't my choice, and in fact, I wanted to start public school a lot earlier than freshman year of high school, but my mother had other plans for me. My best guess is that it's because homeschool kids aren't exposed to much socialization as public school students and therefore aren't able to catch onto the social norms. Uh, so yeah, uh, I, you know, like I said, I've, I grew up in church and there'd be many debates on the public school versus homeschool. Uh, the reason why I, I went to public school was because, uh, my parents were both teachers and they were like, no, I'm not gonna, and they, so they both have actual, they both had actual teaching degrees. And so they're like, yeah, you know, um, as a teacher, I don't think I know would be able to teach every single subject known to man, uh, like to my child above, like, you know, in elementary school, you can kind of do it because it's like very light stuff, but like when you get to like high school, you can't teach every subject on your own. And to be honest with you, of all the homeschooled kids I know, uh, only one of them, I can say only one of them. I've like, I've probably met triple digit homeschool kids of all those kids one of them actually probably got an actual education. Like, you hear about people not being able to read and stuff like that, you're like, how are people still illiterate? It's because they're fucking homeschooled, dude. And they just get away with fucking doing anything. Dude, dude, it's, it's like, it's like crazy, like, that they allow this, and it's like, really not, he's like, like, it's regulated, but like, like, you just surprised how fucking stupid these kids are. Like, they have reading levels that are like, they're like, 16 have like a second grade reading level. It's like really sad. Um, but like why I think, you know, like homeschool kids are considered weird. What I would say, um, you know, one main topic is social interactions. I do know that, uh, they're not interacting with people you need to. And basically, you know, you go from, you know, you have school and then you have, you know, in college there's a social and then you're like, well, after, after you graduate from high school, you don't really have that same, like, well, you have your jobs too. Uh, and that's, if you work in an office, unless you work for yourself, you have that. And then you have clients too, if you work jobs. So social interactions are, is something and you're in like a developmental stage of your life where everything's growing, everything's like becoming its own. And so like your brain has to learn how to function. You're kind of missing key developments of social interactions uh, and like mental development as well, because like that stuff is not coming to you. Even, you know, like I talk about how like they're not getting real education, but they're not socializing and stuff like that. And like basically with that, like they're always like tied, you know, they're missing on common cultural experiences too. So when you have that, when you involve that as well, like, uh, and like social interactions, like when you grow up, you're kind of supposed to have that like cultural experiences with other people. And it's not supposed to be like with like you coloring blocks at your table. Like they don't always have like proms. Like they always make up shit like that. Like they don't always have proms and stuff like that. And like, and then there's like no dances or anything like that. And you know, sports and sports events and you can't really do band if you're homeschooled. Like it's, yeah, so it's just a lot of things that you're like not getting uh, in regards to that. And it's just uh, making you not really know how to be social with people and you're too weird. And uh, yeah, you're just, and you're just weird because like you don't know how to act. Like you have, you don't have, you got the symptoms of Asperger's without actually having Asperger's, you know, it's, it's just like that. And uh, I mean, I'm not saying it's bad, but it's not good for you to do that if it happened to you. 
Uh, I mean, and then the other thing, it's like oddly religious as well, which uh, I I don't like mixing religion and things. I think it's okay if you have religion, you know, stuff like that. That's fine. But like, I hate Christian music because like you're just taking music and trying to market it to Christians, uh, shit like that, and it's so bad. Uh, like a Christian school, like Christian therapists, I was talking about. Like I do not like that stuff. I don't like it being mixed in. Uh, so I'm very much against it, but I'm okay. I think everyone should be able to have it. It's just like, like you know, it's the weird thing with schools is like they force others to do their religious things, like saying like worshiping our nation and shit like that. It's weird. Uh, so like, it's just the oddly religious parts always really weird to me, uh, too. Uh, and it's like, we don't like what they teach at school cause they're going to teach them the wrong thing. So I'm going to teach them the right things. And like, that's why none of them have, none of the people I know have real educations. And I say, and I do say, I think I know about, at least I know I'm not like best friends, but like, I know, I probably know triple digits and homeschool kids. And I guarantee you, and I know I guarantee only one of them actually got like a high school education out of it. And it's like, uh, and like he and he's the guy that like back then you'd tell he was homeschooled, but like now you'd be like, that is really strange of you to not. And he's like, yeah, I actually got a real education. Um, but yeah, I think those are the weird things to do. And uh, nice thing about the oddly religious part is like those homeschool kids, like they rebel hard like i feel like i'm rebelling from my christian days like now you know it's like that and i just like fuck (laughs) and uh you know stuff like that but like those kids go way too hard they're just like all right so all right so all right to go away from christian living i'm gonna go immediately into meth and dick uh and i'm like that does not go down good that's for sure do people really not look after they wipe when you're pooping? <laughs> uh, recently watched a random reaction video online. They mentioned they don't check after wiping when they poo. To me, that's a little insane. That means the person's just guessing. Personally, I have to double check and wipe five times just in case. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I do. Th- that is fucking weird. So, you know, I guess this is the question I guess you would give to um someone who like i guess someone who's blind because like there's that you know the question on the internet like uh to blind people how do you know when uh how do you know when you're done wiping and stuff like that um and uh there are some pretty kooky answers i think some answers i saw was just like uh i mean like your senses are bigger so like you can probably still feel uh poo all over where no poo should be uh, they could probably get a bidet. That'd be my best answer. I'm a lover of the bidet. And, uh, you really just sit there for a minute, you know, just really just power wash that thing. It's like a clean, it's like a, oh, it's, it's so beautiful. And people, uh, and it's like, people, and if you're one of those people who's like, oh, shut up about the fucking bidet. I'm like, guess what? You're gross. You need to wipe your ass. And you're probably the people who don't check after wiping. Yeah, you should be checking because like, unless you are, get a good feel of it, you know, I, I do think there is a feel to it. So I guess they would just wipe, toss, wipe, toss, wipe, toss, you know? Uh, so if, cause, so they probably just feel it and like they know what it feels like when it's clean and not clean. Uh, when I do, unfortunately, I'm away from the bidet and I have to downgrade myself to be a peasant like most people. A peasant who, instead of using the bidet, has to wipe their own ass 
like a like a like a barn animal. Uh, yeah, I check I check every wipe. I check every wipe. Once it's clear, I'm done. I'm done. And I do and I do have a way where I uh, you know I've learned that there's a secret way folding technique you use, and you get two to three wipes on four sheets. And it's just it's just how things are. But like, yeah, I'm like, I, I wipe down. And I think the big reason, like, you know, we've all been in the situation what? where, uh, where we, we wiped our butt. We thought we did good, but something's sticking there and your butt just kind of itches and digging around and like, you can just go in for it and just get it all over your underwear. But that's probably just extra poo left behind. Just telling you to get off why we wipe in the first place, uh, just to get off. And so the best way is like you go into the bathroom, take the swap over and just start scratching your ass with it. You really get it off, and then you feel ten times better. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, stuff like that. So I do think you are not insane uh, for thinking the way you think. Uh, some people, you'd be surprised how many people are pretty gross with their ass. I'm not just saying that as someone on my high tower who is uh, using a bidet and has clean butt and doesn't have to worry about like shit streaks on their underwear. I can't imagine. You know, I've been thinking about it, women. They have those too. Like I can't imagine they don't. So that's something. That's something to think about. What? Um, so fe- everyone, please just wipe your ass. It's gender neutral. Everyone can do it. Everyone can wipe their ass. It's free for everyone. Everyone's allowed to wipe their ass. How do I recover from an extremely awkward, embarrassing moment that's been on my mind all day? Um, so I don't know the event, so I'm going to let you have that. That's going to be your privacy. But how do you recover from an extremely awkward, embarrassing moment that's been on your mind all day? Um, that's the reason. I think we all have that problem. Like, we're all in, like, it's like you're trying to go to bed. And you're like, remember that thing you did in the fourth grade where you said this? I'm like... Ooh, okay. Uh, thanks for keeping me up at night. We also have uh, and stuff like that, and you know that shit just goes in your mind all day. Uh, I think. How do you recover? Uh, did something happen to you today? How do you recover from it? Um, recovering from that, my best advice would be just lean, let, just lean into it, and just kind of like let it roll off, like hey, everybody, and then like you make jokes yourself about it. You know, that's the best way to do it because if you get mad about it, it's just going to get worse. It's, it gets worse. It's going to get worse, way worse over time, and you definitely don't want that. So be be mindful of that. So lean into it with that. But if it's just something you think about doing and you just cringe at your past self, we all do that. So one thing is that you can't change it, so just accept it and uh, move on. So, and like that. Um, or you could... Uh, Develop a drinking problem. You could develop a drug problem. Uh, that also works. You can. Uh, the world is your oyster uh, when it comes to that, uh, because because um, yeah, that'll help you forget. And then one day it just creeps back into your mind. So uh, there is no good probably advice here uh, for that. So that you just have to learn to live with it and uh, move on. And and also think that we all have really cringy moments in all of our lives. No one really is that cool. People who act like they are just like, shut the fuck up. Mm. Okay. Um, so, yeah, uh, don't worry about it. 
and uh, learn to live with it. So, why is there a blacked porn category but not anything titled whited um, or white white or something like? I mean, I get what you're trying to say. I think my general idea is from the edu- my education on the porn industry, just, just that fucking big of a genius, uh, that most of the time it's, they kind of go with trends. Like for some reason, the stepbrother, stepsister, stepdad, stepmom thing really trended for some reason on searches. And so like you got to realize porn companies are companies. They're trying to make a profit and trying to do what they need to do to a profit. They write these just half-assed scenes, and that's why the acting's so funny, and that's why we love porn. Not for anything else, but for the comedy of it all. Uh, But there is kind of a fetish of guys, uh, I don't think it's necessarily cuckolding, but uh, guys like like seeing their, I mean, I guess it is cucking, but like you enjoy it. That w- that's weird. I-, I guess it is cuckolding, uh, but that you, uh, but a lot of times in cuckolding, it's not like just any random guy. Most of the time, uh, it's always like a ripped stud or a big and a big black man, or sometimes just a black man in general. If you're, if you're, if you, if you want like the dollar general brand, like it'll be just that, uh, it's a, it's like just, uh, you want a big black guy. Cause you always see, Black guys as thugs and violent and dangerous and stuff like that, and I don't think so. I think though they're guys who want to be tough but secretly like anime. That's in my mind. Uh, but we have, but we have that. But like, so the big thing is like guys like watching a big, strong black man with a big ass, big dick. Uh, they like that. They like watching that, and they like watching their wives or partner getting fucked in that way. And uh, yeah, and I think. That is like racism in the porn industry. It's uh, some of the girls are like, "I'll take the paycheck." When there's some people who are like, "No, I need to not do that. I want to have my ethics here. Uh, we're not doing anything racially charged here. I'm just having sex with a black person." And yeah, that's why it's like that is a really popular. If you look, just a black guy fucking a white woman, like people like that. And like you know, and I don't watch that kind of black porn. It has to be a black chick, but the dick has to be white. My reasoning for that is I like to it's I get lost in the story and I see myself as the main character and uh, my dick is white so it's gonna you know it's gonna, I want to pretend it's me so the dick has to be white for me to to really get to really get drawn into the story of what's going on uh, in uh, browsers and shit like that so. Yeah, it, it's the reason why they like it. It's a little racist, uh, a little bit of racism, a little bit of fetishes, a little bit, a little bit of chicken fried. Cold beer on a Friday night. A pair of jeans that fit just right. Turn the radio up. Anyways. All right, moving on to our last question of the episode. What are high-value people? In the last three months or so, I have read online about so-called high-value men and high-value women, but I have never heard these terms actually spoken aloud in real life. Is this some sort of new dating terminology? And perhaps I am misinterpreting the whole thing, but beyond purely personal preferences in dating, i.e. physical attraction and the other super subjective things, I think it's wrong to put people into yet another social hierarchy and arbitrary classification, despite the fact that we humans do it all the time due to our nature. I know I'm 
not the only person who feels this way. Anybody, uh, do you know what's going on with this high value thing? So yeah, I get what you're trying to say. So if the late, great Kevin Samuels, uh, he used to talk about this all the time. If you watch any fucking Kevin Samuels clip, first of all, you're going to fucking die laughing. Cause he's, cause he's, he's kind of an asshole, but like he makes, he makes good state points, but he's kind of an asshole. So, uh, Basically, what we would say is, uh, like, he's bad, Andrew Tate's bad, Jordan Peterson's bad, and stuff like that, and being, you know, and shit like that. Don't listen to them. They're, they're, they're goofballs. Uh, kind of them. They're kind of rascals to me. But, uh, so yeah, I think, you know, I do think there's some, there's a lot of bad things about this idea. I feel like it's kind of like, it's kind of, it will, can we think about it with just like looks and shit like that? Uh, it's kind of bad because uh, we're all different levels of hotness and we're different levels of hotness to everyone. And, you know, it's, it's just bad because, like, things you can and can't control. But I do think there is some truth to it. But, you know, you have to, it's not like, I'm not like telling anyone who's who. I'm, I'm not going to be the guy on here who's like telling you like what you are and what's like not and stuff like that. You do you, you know, you be, you be the best. Just always try to be the best version of yourself. I think that's a good thing, but it, it's this idea of understanding. And I do, I do agree with it to an extent, uh, not die hard for it or ride or die. First of all, ride or die, bitch. Uh, but we, so it's, he's basically saying here. So, okay, I will put picture this situation. This is how Kevin kind of Kevin Samuels, Put it out. So you have three, you have, you're a woman. You have three kids uh, from three different dads. You're dating and you say you want a high quality man. And, and then you're in, and then your idea of a high quality man, a man who has a solid career, makes a ton of money, let's say six figures, like he makes six figures, he gets paid a lot, uh, big house, nice cars. Uh, can buy me anything I want. That's what your idea of a high value man is. That's, and a lot of things are your interpretation of things going to. So that's her, that's her idea of a high quality man. Do you think the idea is, do you think a man like that, like that high quality man that you're describing wants to date you, your, let's see, like you have three kids from three different dads. Uh, you are not in the best shape. You don't look the best. Uh, looks, you could probably be, uh, uh, you're probably a six out of 10 in Nashville. I it's like in Nashville, that's you like your look. So like, you're not even that good looking to begin with either. And you got a lot more baggage like that. Do you think a high quality man wants that? And I'm not saying it's wrong to have three kids, but three different dads you may need to slow down. But the idea is it's kind of understanding your worth. And with your worth, you're like, well, I don't like how bad I am. Like, well, look at the things you can change. What can you make better? Like, like, you don't have the best body, like, get into really good shape. Like, get yourself looking, looking swell. Can't get rid of the kids. That's, that's, that product you can't do. Uh, but you could maybe try to expect, like, a man who has a good career and makes a good living and stuff like that. Like, that's, that's an understandable point of view. And so it's just kind of, you need to think about yourself, like, what quality am I giving to this relationship? And the part, and does the partner I'm striving for, uh, am I good enough for that, for the partner I want? So like that, it's kind of understanding that. It's like, if I'm not, what can I change? What can I not change? And then you have to look at what do you value as a high value person? And, and it's like, and we all have fucking flaws. And I've probably an actual high value person doesn't actually exist. 
if we're going to be honest. A high-value person just probably doesn't exist. But, you know, you should try to be the best value of yourself. And, uh, you know, it's like, oh, well, I have three kids from three different dads. Uh, you know, if he just, yeah, like, it makes a good living, you know. Uh, we all have, we both have our own cars, you know, that's nice. Uh, we don't struggle with our bills, like, or we do, but we're we're good at it. You know, we take care of our finances. Like, you know, it's understanding, like, you can't be expecting so much of out of another person either. Uh, if that makes sense, it doesn't, you guys probably have anything. Uh, leave a comment. This is going to be a highlight, so uh, make sure you leave a comment on that as well. Like, you probably just finished the highlight. And with that being said, that's the end of this episode of Cancel Shweezy. It's been a fun one. Uh, this is the first time I've done a podcast high. And uh, can't wait to listen back to this. Someone, I guarantee you, if, if this is bad, I'm going to be really surprised if you made it to the end of this. So uh, in, in regards, regards to that. Congratulations. You played yourself. So, yeah. Anyways, though, thank you all so much. Uh, for listening to this episode of Cancel Shweezy. I'm back. I'm back, baby. I'm never, I'm never gone. Uh, but anyways, though, tell me that, too. If, like, if you made it this far, I actually really want to know if I should do, like, read children's stories, you know, on the show, and then, uh, and then react to them. Tell me that. Tell me if you'd like that. I may try it next week. I don't know if we have anything next week planned already, but, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna make it out of segment. So, stay tuned. Don't touch that dial. We will be back. Soon you'll see. You'll remember you belong to me. Anyways, though, go check out uh, American Honey by Stonehouse, wherever you stream your music, along with music under a different artist. That's me, Shweezy. Go check out that music as well. I'm working on new music for the year. Go to follow me on all social media at the Shweezy uh, and twitch.tv slash the Shweezy. If you have an Amazon Prime, become a... I get one free subscribe to someone, and why not help out uh, your daddy? That's my hole. That's where it spits. So, anyways, though, we also do have our Patreon page where you can financially support us as well. And just a reminder, if you're listening to this podcast, make sure you go to our YouTube page, hit that subscribe button, so we know you're there. Leave us a comment on highlights you liked, and share me your thoughts and prayers. Uh, and if you're also on the on, on an only platform, even if you're a video watcher, make sure you leave us a review and give us a 5, 4, 3, 2, or 1 star rating. So, like I always said, honk if you love butt drugs, and stay awesome. Believe it or not, Schweg isn't at home. Please leave a message at the beep. I must be out, or I'd pick up the phone. Where could I be? Believe it or not, I'm not home. You just finished a full episode of Cancel Shweezy. You are now one of the smartest individuals who will ever exist in our world. Uh, if you like that episode, make sure you subscribe, whether you're watching this show or listening to the show, make sure you subscribe. That way you get notified whenever we release full new episodes as well. And if you're on YouTube, smash that bell button. That way you get notified anytime we make a post over here on YouTube. Uh, honk if you love butt drugs, and uh, yeah, stay awesome.